Thank you to Courtney Cronin for joining us today. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating once again. Thanks to Kendra Smith and Charlie Bevins, our great producers today. It is time Hi, for Crosstalk and Waddle and Sylvie and Mallers in for Sylvie the rest of the week. By the way, we're going to do a new Unhinged. Yeah. The first Unhinged of 2023 tomorrow we'll tape that. Yeah. And it'll drop in the afternoon on you know, the ESPN Chicago blue. app. Yeah. Yes. We'll get very dirty. Mallers going to say a word that's never been said. I think I did, I think I did that last time. No, so I know. To, you got to come up with a new one. He came up word. with his own swear? Well, no. I said no, I was remember, informed. He used a word. He was reading you a t-shirt. Oh, that's right. You were gone. He was gone. So I was in your place. And yeah. Yeah, we'll be for Sylvie tomorrow. Yeah, now so I have to look for a new for swear word. Yeah, huh. you better. I mean, I'm eager I'll to, to find out, out what it is. The guys were telling me that you guys were having a conversation. Like the, the news of the day is obviously Justin Fields Absolutely. will not play, which is the the right decision. It's probably the smart, prudent yeah. thing, right? Question to you: If in fact they needed to win this game, do you think he would play? If they needed to win, what do you mean? Why would? Well, they? I mean, if this yes. game was meaningful. Yes. Yes. Right. So that was what I'm saying. Yes. Like, like when when the coach comes out and again, Absolutely. I'm not You're talking about they're an actually good team that was needing a win. Yes. For them. Yes, yes. I do. So there's a difference yes. between like when they tell you they come out and they tell you, "Woo, yeah, he's a little sore. He's got yeah, some issues." Yeah. Like they're trying. Yeah, in my well, humble yeah. opinion, you're tr- they're trying to come up with a a, yeah. a digestible reason yeah. why yeah. a healthy it's player. A pretend play. injury. Yes. It's they, a pretend injury. Well, I don't think it's no, pretend. It's I think he's injured. I think he's hurt. I think he's got some hip pain. But okay, hurt, discomfort. Yeah, a pretend injury. Oh, what's Tevin Jenkins not playing for? Probably. I don't know. If if the even, I'm just saying. Like, I'm glad. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm like absolutely. I just I thought my question the other day was was. Well, what is their presentation going to be? I thought it would be exactly this. Yes. That yes. With the, the, hey, you, know, you know, he came what? in Monday yeah. a little sore. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah, he's got yes. a, a hand exactly. in a groin. And, uh, we don't know how strainy the strain and strained yeah. is. You know? but at the it's end of the strain. day, the right decision is, yes. is to keep yeah. it on the sidelines. Because you know what? I'm not. We had this discussion upstairs. I'm not so sure the Houston Texans aren't going to beat the Colts. I told the caller, I said, I'm going to yeah. be watching the Texans-Colts more than I'm going to watch the Bears yes. game. Because That's the game I want to watch. Yes. Oh. This decision, though, I will say, it is an indication that they right now are a smartly run, run organization. Uh, yeah, yes. good. Whether yes. I don't know if it was Ryan Poles, Matt Eberflus, or them together as a collective with Luke Getze coming to the conclusion. Yeah. You know what? Uh, yeah. We're, we're in line for either one or two in a in a at least two quarterback draft, possibly, possibly three. three. Yeah. But nevertheless, having... You know, there will be sought-after desirable quarterbacks in this draft. So if we land in one or two, that is much better for this organization. Whereas even if they were just sitting in a spot where they like five or six, I might think Justin Fields would be out there. And I wouldn't rage against it if he was. But this scenario is like too good to be true. This could be, if you make the right decisions, organizational changing Yes. Fortune. Fortune, right? yes. yes. Like, this could be something that changes the direction of your organization. Again, if you... If you do it right, if, you if you're smart. function in a smart manner. Like, because the difference between the first or second pick and the fifth pick... Uh, yeah. I mean... I It could agree. be crazy. It could be, it could be what? Who was it? Was it Miami that, that traded yes. with San Francisco? Yes. That changed their arc. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, you, yeah, there's they, no doubt. Like, you drafted Jalen Waddle. You traded one of the picks Tyree for Tyreek Kill. Tyree Kill. Well, and then you traded one of the other ones to Bradley Denver Chubb. for Bradley for Chubb. Chubb. Rem- yes. And remember, they, the reason they were able to get Waddle was because they had that extra draft asset yeah. from the 49ers. Right. So they moved yeah. up for right. Waddle because they wanted him. Think yeah, about like the that. The difference between one and four is considerable. Especially when there's three quarterbacks on the board yes. that teams may want. Thank you. So I think it all makes Great sense. Great decision up there. Good now, that, the that's the easy part. Beller and I have. The teardown's the easy part. Yes. Like, well, the demolition's the easy part. Absolutely. No, no. Rebuilding I, what you tore listen, down is... I could take the sledgehammer to the wall. <laughs> I've done that. Hey, I work construction this summer. A lot of people and can. Now, I, now, when it came time to put the build the Ooh, cabinets, guess what? Yeah. They called the carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> that, they, they didn't call Carmen. They didn't call me. And let's be honest. That work... There's a lot more that goes into it. Yeah. There's a lot more detail. You've got to pay attention. You've got to be good at your craft here. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. where we're actually going to start judging Ryan Poles on what he's doing. Absolutely. But with the sledgehammer so far, we'll give him an A. But the, right. but the point is is that a lot of people can swing the sledgehammer. Yes. Not everybody does, so you still well, give yeah, credit. So we give some credit for that. Absolutely, because they decided to make the trade with Robert Quinn and, and some, Roquan Smith and some do some people, of the other things. Some people will poke around and they're afraid to take down that wall because they don't have the vision to see, okay, mm, if I correct. open this up, yeah. I've got a nice living space. Some right. people yeah. are too scared, too scared to do it. Let's just not put shag carpet down, okay? When we're rebuilding. No, no. No shag carpet. No, no. Uh, No purple walls. Hardwood. Actually, Berber's even out there. I mean, Uh, Berber was uh, something from a long time ago. I want crown molding and the whole thing. Fancy cabinet. I want the miter saw working and uh, making a beautiful miter saw. Yes. Yes. Now, can he do that? Sure. 10-inch sounds good to me. Why not? Mega 12. Mega 12. Let's get crazy. Sure. Why not? That's a meaty saw right there, it is, Jericho. That's what I'm. I'm hoping for. If he's good at his job, yes, they will, they that's will, what I said. Two like, years I, from now, we're going to be like, thank goodness. I totally buy what the good kid was selling when the season started about the mediocrity of the league. Yeah, I just felt like they were going to be so far below in terms of talent well, comparison, oh, yeah. and and they've been competitive they had to make in some trades games. in the middle yes. of the year to yeah. make sure they were going to be bad. Absolutely. So. I think though, with that still in mind, and that's still a a you know a solid concept. The jump from three wins to eight wins or seven wins isn't going to be nearly as yeah. difficult as yeah. the jump from eight to eleven or right. twelve. Yes, like oh, so. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. to think that this team next year could be an eight and nine team or a seven and ten team or even a nine and eight team, right. I don't think is an enormous stretch you, if the guys up front, up in the building, make the right. Decisions. You can look at teams in the NFL and know, okay, those are your legitimate teams. Carmen pointed out Minnesota yesterday with their numbers. Mm. You can say, okay, that's a castle made on sand. Yes. Hey, don't take much to blow away. Mm-mm. Okay, that Minnesota thing is uh, very precarious. Yes, so. it is. And then you well, compare it to the Philadelphia thing that is built on, right. you know, sturdy foundation. Uh, yeah, right. Right. No I mean, foundation. All the numbers support it, yes. you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. The, 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 that's the important thing. So when you're building your team, you want all your numbers supporting exactly what you've got going. Be, look, look at look at the three quarterbacks that are representing the NFC in the Pro Bowl. I mean, they won't play the game, but they got yeah. the votes. What? Yeah. Who were they? I have no Jaylen idea. Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. And Geno Smith. Smith. And Geno. No now, Tom Brady this year. I, exactly. But you don't take nothing away from them. But it ain't Josh Allen, 
Pat Patrick Holmes. Mahomes, Justin, Justin Herbert. Herbert. No, no, Herbert didn't Joe make it. Joe, 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 Joe Burrow. Joe but at this point, Joe, Justin Herbert, not good enough in the yeah. AFC Ridiculous. to crack that top three. That, that Carm, that's my point about, yeah. like, look, I'm not expecting this team to be a Super Bowl Trevor contender. Trevor Lawrence, not good enough to crack right. the top three. Whereas, so the AFC is a gauntlet of quarterbacks waiting yeah. for you. Yes. yes. It's wide open for the Bears in the NFC next year. And, and, and yes. two of the best, or have been the best over the course of a long yes. period of time, continued to get older. 40. Right. Tom Brady. One of 45. I mean, let's be honest. I love Tom Brady. I do too, but... Are you scared of Tom Brady these days as a quarterback? I'm not scared of that offense because I think it's no. just... They've got so many issues from the way the, the coordinator and the coach and... You can, I, I'm you, not. You finally, Listen, the, like, I'm not. It, there's finally been, you know, like a... Although he and Evans finally I, clicked no, well, last week. Maybe I'm they... Not, you, think they, you think Byron Leftwich says, oh... Well, yes and no, though. It's not like they ever stopped throwing the deep ball to Mike Evans. The problem is, at times, Mike, De- Mike Evans will drop wide-open deep balls. And so, when things go awry and he's not yeah. catching them, sometimes it puts the Bucks behind the eight ball. They're but he's got too predictable. They are. Way too predictable. Yeah. Well, they're the worst running team in the league and have been. So, that's for an why, you know what? I'm not overly concerned with Tom Brady. I think they might have a chance to put together a run in the now, NFC because of the same reason you just laid out. The NFC, especially with Jalen Hurts banged up, I think. Yeah, they're not I'm, getting my money, though. Tampa's not, not getting my cash. I'm not getting my money, but I wouldn't bet. I wouldn't necessarily eliminate them from making a run. Yeah, I mean, I said this yesterday as well. I think the people that are writing off Aaron Rodgers, you may be right next year. You may be right. I may be wrong. I think a lot of his struggles this year had to do with things that aren't related to his age. Broken thumb? Yes. I think that's the biggest uh, thing. Young, inexperienced receivers? Offensive line that was banged up a little bit. They can now, never other, keep that other line guys, I know, and other, other quarterbacks have to play behind lines that are, you know, patchwork at times. But I think that, like, like I just don't think that Aaron Rodgers either became uninspired or forgot how to play the game. I think I the don't. thumb is the biggest issue. I'm too. with you. Uh, an offseason to heal that, and if Watson's as legit as they think and as he's shown Dobbs, lately. I think, can play. And Dobbs, too. Yeah, I think they'll be okay next If Aaron year. Jones gets healthier, they couldn't That's utilize the him Jones, as much. Aaron Jones he's is hurt. their most explosive player, and yeah. he's a good pass-catching back. Who'd Agreed. you lose? Who was the pass rusher from Michigan a couple of years in? Sean Gary. Yes, he'll yeah. be back. He, yeah, Quite, he's... Uh, Quay Ro- a Walker is a good player as a rookie. Like Kenny Clark's good. Preston Smith is good. Jair Alexander's good. They'll be good next year. And didn't they have a, a young, a, a rookie cornerback as well that went on injury reserve? Or they a might have. One of their higher picks this year. Like, I just don't uh, yeah. think that team's they, going away. They need to find hogs. Well, when you they have, do. And when I'm you have you. the quarterback, yeah, you're yeah. always... But I still think he can play. I yeah. do, too. Bakhtiari's been a disappointment. Let's he face has. it. Wow, uh, he's he a shell of well, they've, an, the they've anticipated he'd be able to come back from the yeah. injury yeah. Yeah. later rather than sooner, and they're still waiting on later and later and later and later. Mm-hmm. Okay, he can't play no more. We get it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You can't depend upon well, him. He won't be back, so they've got to address that. You could argue, too, that their best lineman for a long period of time is a guy now playing center in, in Los Angeles for the Chargers, right? Isn't it Lin- Lindy? Or, uh, uh, Ryan yeah. Lindsley. Yeah, Lindsay, I mean, yeah. fantastic player that they lost, what, a couple years ago? A couple ago? years ago in free agency. Can't pay yeah, everybody, guys. No, can't I know. pay everybody. Not Luke Getzey. No. Or not Luke Getzey. I just um, don't think. Luke look, Patrick. Lucas Patrick. Lucas Patrick. Patrick. I, got, I got my Packers. I, I just don't think that Lucas Patrick. I, maybe mixed I'm, up. Maybe I'm, I'm just. I'm an idiot. That's a very good chance of that. I just don't think that Packers team is just going to go away. I don't. I don't think so either. I think there's too much talent across the board. I think they were due for a little bit of regression because of the ridiculous run the last three years. I agree. You know, like no team had ever gone. Yeah. No team had ever won 13 games or more in three straight seasons. Now, for a long time, the league was 14 games. And the division got a little more competitive. I, but, but, I mean, no, no team's ever done that, ever, yeah. in the history yeah. of football. 
Ripped off three consecutive 13-win seasons. Again, the league well, was much shorter. I get it. but like That's an interesting, I, though. I, but there's been teams that have gone 12 wins. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I would bet you the 49ers, have 12, 11 or 12. 12 or more. Have probably, there's probably been a stretch of seasons saying, where teams that's, that's a pretty impressive three. It's hard to no, make 13, a four-year. You're right. You're right. 13, though, know? is kind of an absurd number. It is. If you, if you games, drop it down to like 11 or 12, I bet you there's plenty of teams but that. But it's why I thought they'd regress a little bit this year. They got a little bad injury luck, and yeah. you know, losing Adams, I figured, would hurt. Uh, and I think it did for a while until Watson sort of woke up and figured things out. And so I... I don't. I wouldn't say it was totally unpredictable. Look, we. I picked the Vikings to win the division. I think the Vikings move. are. I, I don't think much of the Vikings at all. But I did That's pick them to win cards. the division. Uh, so it's not like I'm totally shocked. But at the same time, if you told me Green Bay ripped off 12 wins next year, I would. I don't I think would, I'd be shocked. Me too. I think they're being, healthy. I, I mean, again, it, it, it'll come down to Rodgers and whether or not he can stay healthy. But the rest of the pieces to that yeah. puzzle, their defense is finally playing the way that everyone yes. thought it would at the start it's of the been season. Better lately. Like on January 4th, right now, if you had to predict one team in the NFC North, to win 12 games next year. It would be the Packers. Be the you Packers. would take the Packers and yes. not the Vikings, right? In a right? heartbeat. In a heartbeat. So I think yes, that goes to blinking. show. That reinforces exactly what Waddle's saying. 100% correct. I wouldn't even think twice about I, I, it. I may, <laughs> I, honestly, I may pick the Detroit Lions to finish second in that division right now, if you ask me. I could see Maybe. it. I could see it. Again, like a lot. Based on the, talent? If the Based Vikings, on talent. If the Vikings go into the playoffs and get bounced in the first round. God, I hope they do. <laughs> Why? Because you well, you've already cashed the ticket at that point, right? The ticket's cashed. Yeah. Yeah. Playoffs division, it's cashed. I'm and, tr- and I just don't like the Vikings. I mean, right now they're lined up to play the Vikings. Have the Giants, right? Yes. Yeah. Who they just beat on Greg Joseph's sixty-one yeah. yard field. It's funny. Do we have, did we have this conversation with you guys yesterday, or was it just you and I about Daniel Jones? I think no, it was you guys because yeah. I heard you guys talking about. Well, like I, I, I think you bring him back. I don't think you. I don't think you don't draft a quarterback if one's available at a certain time. But I and I don't think you pay him twenty-five no. million. They'd be crazy. Tell I'm him. just saying though that I wouldn't run from him. Tyler Aki, who was on with Black earlier today brought this to my attention yesterday so apparently did you know this brian dayball during preseason and tyler if i'm you know misrepresenting please correct me during preseason brian dayball deliberately set daniel jones up to fail in preseason because he wanted to see in training how he, camp i'm training camp i'm sorry training, training camp, camp to see how he would respond and conversely he would put tyrod taylor he would uh he would uh with wink martindale Figure out situations uh, where Daniel Jones was bound to to fail, to and then flip would. it over so that Tyrod Taylor would succeed. He wanted to see how Daniel Jones would respond, and apparently loved the way he responded to the adversity. Wow. And right then and there, was pretty convinced as long as the season played out well, wanted to keep Daniel Jones going forward. Wasn't it like week two? He was on the sideline, like completely. He was yelling into at Daniel yeah. Jones, yeah. like he, he was, was missing ripping into yeah. him. And, Somehow they found a way to make that work. I thought the Giants were going to miss the playoffs. I thought they I were going to fade and miss the playoffs. He's played well. I mean, he when played they, well the other day. Well, the Colts are a, a, an abomination. He's but played he, well with wide receivers worse than just what Justin Fields has had to deal with. Close. I don't yeah, know if anybody's close. worse really? than what Justin really? you, The young kid. That, Richie James. Yeah, Richie he's James. Good he's player. fine. Yeah. Who, uh, but when Darnell Mooney was healthy, who was Slayton? Is it a kid Darius Slayton? Yeah, Slayton's Slayton's no, you, I mean, they're. I, mean, I think it's more. It's better than what the Bears. The Bears wide receiver room without Darnell Mooney is a disaster. Yeah. It's a hot mess. I mean, I'm trying to Peterman th- time, brother. Peterman time. Peterman time. Who's not excited? Yeah. Oh, that's me. 
You're no, you, Mellor and Dion. I'm not excited. You turn it off. I've got to watch it. <laughs> Mellor, no, you don't. Mellor and I are actually going to spend no, the I day. Oh, no, Me- you don't, because like you said, you'll talk big picture no, off season. I'll be here at noon. I'll be here at noon. The TV will be on. Me and Peggy will be over there. Hopefully, she brings some holiday cookies or something. <laughs> is she back from Florida? Yeah, she she's going to stay in Florida because Peterman's playing. Yeah, I'm yeah. surprised <laughs> she's coming home from Florida. I would come uh, home from Florida for this. they've been there for 12 weeks. Mellor and I are actually going to do a season in review today, even we're, before we're gonna, the game on Sunday. Not even over. Because, right. No, we're grading the season because once we got the official word that Fields wasn't starting, that's it. This game doesn't matter. I won't even so watch it. So we're going to grade the Bears' season after 16 yeah. games because we all like 16 games better anyway. I do too. That's it's true. nice and symmetrical. We don't need uneven numbers. So we're going to grade the Bears season this after like 16 a, games. This is like yeah. a preseason game. Like yeah. I, yeah. I have zero design. No. I don't think I'll put the game on. I mean, like... Well, th- I, you're right. The Texans yes. and Colts game is it's you, more 10 important. times more You know what I found out at 12-15? What? From you that Deion Miller and I are doing a remote <laughs> broadcast. Now, we, we had we had been given a heads up that this was likely, but then I heard at 12-15 as I was driving listening to you guys, Live. I heard... Carmen, uh, say that uh, Deion Miller and I will be Where you live. Be? We'll be at Crazy Poor Crazy in Port. Villa Park. Yeah. So it's the Points Bet Sportsbook's there. Yes, the they, it's brand new one. They just yes. uh, just got it up. So yeah. mm-hmm. I'll be sitting on my ass at home, getting ready for the Texans Colts game. Me too. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. You kidding? Maybe we should. You know what? Maybe Deion and I will put a Texans and Colts beat writer on How during awesome the pregame show be? to get we a shit for. An interesting Put Sunday. Van Gun- well, You know who we should talk to this week? Oh we should yes, call Van Gundy. yes, you, yes. We should, Charlie, the world's biggest Texans let's get fan. Van Gundy on Jeff Van Gundy this week to talk about the Texans. We got to like. Can you imagine if they around. win and they basically they they spit the bid on the number it one overall? Would be amazing. Pick? Let's get Van Gundy, Charlie, to talk uh, to talk NBA and uh, tell him we want to talk about Bears. No, yeah, no, no, don't tell him NBA. Tell him it's the Texans and he'll get back well, to well, you he'll in two get minutes. Back. Yeah, He's I'm more back. likely to respond if you say it's the Texans. Absolutely, yeah. that's what I'm saying. He absolutely will want to. Talk yeah. Texans let's, before he wants let, to talk. Let's talk to Van Gundy this week. That's a great call. Yes. <laughs> Where are they going to fall? You can also talk to him about this Bulls team that may give up 75 to KD tonight. They might. I mean, KD's played out of They've his won line. 12 in a row, 12 I think. in a row. They've won I like think 16 of 18 Hasn't Kyrie been the, like, been the engine for I, this, this run? I was joking with Yurko. I'm like, you talk about a team right now that's like, Walking on eggshells, like what do we do to make sure Kyrie doesn't, doesn't go slow this to smithereens? <laughs> yes. I mean, like they are li- <laughs> because like he's playing like Dude. Kyrie from years ago, and and he's not said anything Cavaliers too controversial. Kyrie. Yeah, in a few weeks, you know, he's, he's playing not- like Kyrie from the Cavs. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and he's not right. saying anything, and so very careful. You, you know how I love the NBA, and you guys know, oh, we how know I, yes. there's not you one have a NBA. passion for if it I like none other. If, if I miss one NBA game, it really bothers me. Yes, yeah, yeah, okay. am I to sit here and, and to find out that there's not a clear cut favorite this year to win? I think you're probably. I think Boston is probably the best team in the league, all things considered. I don't know if you guys agree or not. I, maybe I, maybe I, the Pels. Uh, the Pels just lost Zion yeah. for about a month. I mean, Denver's been really solid. The Bucks have Denver's been, good. I think the Bucks are good. If, if Middleton without, is back yeah. and healthy, I think the Bucks and the Celtics. Well, but I think the Nets. The Nets are laying yeah, claim to the what? Nets. Like they're playing like what you thought they would when they assembled Kyrie. But maybe that's your point too. That are they really a clear cut favorite? Oh, because they got one thought would just go ahead and blow their whole thing yeah, up. Yeah, I mean, if... I think Boston's pretty good. bursting for Kyrie Irving in the right... Now you've got the... It's not even that. that I, think it's, yeah, I think if Kanye says something that gets gets Kyrie... Right. Right. I mean, they you know, might be that, that, you're, you're not going to, to 
pass on the Suns or the the Warriors at this point, are you? I mean, like, it's um, not even. I, I mean, it doesn't matter where they're at now. No, especially the Suns, and they're yeah. playing without Booker right now. But I think the Suns are good. I think the Pels are good if Zion stays healthy. The the Nuggets, to your point, are yeah, uh, intriguing the, now that Murray, Murray like if Murray exactly. gets a full he season get back, back in. Um, I think Boston's good. I think I think Giannis is like I watched that game last night. I mean, like Giannis is career high. Holiday missed the Bulls game. Is he? Holiday played last night. Middleton's still out. I think. I don't yeah. think Middleton didn't yeah. play last night. Um, unless I was completely oblivious. I, uh, like I said, I watched pretty much that entire second half. I just saw the highlights of Giannis, so I don't know um, if he played or not. Giannis is so freaking good, man. Yeah. The, the 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 moniker fits, boys. So, Johnny, were you dialed into just, what was it? Lightning and Blackhawks last night, or did uh, you not? Caner, a little of that too. What? Were you dialed into that? Caner no, left. No, How no, bad is that? Caner, what'd they say? I, well, I didn't see any update. It just you know, it wasn't it wasn't even yesterday's game. It was residual from the previous residual. game. The knee the knee injury that he suffered I, in the previous game. Yeah, I was yeah. watching. Um, I was watching the uh, when they went up one nothing on the power play. Mm-hmm. I was watching. Then I saw them come back and score the tying goal, and that's about all I could stand. Five thirty today. You guys are still on the air, so I told everybody to DVR. Pat Boyle gave us the heads up. World Juniors. It's Canada yeah. versus U.S. semifinals. Mm-hmm. So you could cheer for the U.S., but watch Connor <laughs> Bedard, Bedard from yes. Canada. That's who the Hawks are tanking for. And How, I, big, a, I, how I, big a kid is he? He's 5'9", 5'10". He's that big. But he's got a ridiculous shot. Like Boyle said he's been better than advertised he, in the juniors. He has he been awesome. Dino, he's been dynamite. Same, same size sticks in the juniors as you do in the they regular league? Like, yeah. Same size same stick. Skates, yeah. Same skates. Same type of small rink. Small rink, though. No, 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 small rink, how, yes. how about the net? Smaller, same size net. Same, same size, size net. net. Okay. Yeah, no, they're but probably playing the on a bigger is the puck rink. The same size. They're probably playing on the uh, Olympic the ice, Olympic aren't they? I bet you the, the rink's ice. bigger. See, it's worth uh, asking. <laughs> it's worth asking. Unbelievable, you know that. So and we uh, put it on to cheer for the U.S., but at the same time, get a look at Connor Bedard. Where can we catch that? Who the Hawks are tanking for NHL Network. Five thirty today. Since you brought up, I have to pay for that, or I get that for free. it's probably on your package. Since you brought up national teams, can I steer it to the attention of? Did you see what's going on with the U.S. men's national I, team and Greg Berhalter? Just yeah, found out about with it. Claudio Reyna and, and, so, and the boy. So apparently, the boy, Gio Reyna, who uh, a lot of people were very upset, wasn't getting more playing time during the World Cup. Apparently, what had happened was Claudio Reyna and his wife, or I think his wife actually was the one who alerted the U.S. men's national team That's to the fact that Greg Berhalter had an issue in his past that they might want to look into. Back when he was like, what, 18? When he was 18, 18. back in 1991. He, he was has, married quite a, no, quite a while ago. He was not married. He was dating his, who, who would go on to become his wife, who he's been married to for 25 years now. He kicked her when, they, when he was 18 Ooh. in the legs. And apparently, were they playing soccer or were this, no, no. This was just this, a, I, this was just out. This, this was out at a bar. Oh, uh, he kicked her. He, I don't know. There wasn't a reason why, but he admitted to um, being angry, taking counseling after the fact. His wife, not his wife at the time, but she broke up with him. Seven months later, they would get together again and go on to marry her, and they've been married since since for twenty five. He years. had to release a statement, but apparently, Claudio Reyna and his wife were basically blackmailing. Greg Berhalter. To make the story known public. They if, were telling him, hey, we're going to let the U.S. men's national team know oh. if, if this doesn't, this, this Gio Reyna situation doesn't get corrected. Eesh. Yeah. Talk about a soap opera, huh? 
That's not good. What does that do for the poor kid, too, going forward? Gio Reyna? Yeah, it makes it hard. It goes back it to Bruce Dortmund, and he continues well, to play I mean, like he's always played. For, for well, like the, the national is, team, though. I will mean, Greg Berhalter like, be the, the men's yeah. national? I thought he retired. They, they haven't fired him yet? Nope. Okay. They made it out of the group stage. I don't think they would fire him. It usually doesn't go well for a coach in a second World Cup cycle. You don't usually want to go down that road. It's very right. difficult to kind of... Right, oh, you know, to do two coach, two World right. Cups well, in a row. You mean? It's just, it doesn't grades, work out very well. Except for the grades, Latko Dalic, of course. You know, Latko yeah. Dalic, everybody. Second and third um, place finish. What do you want? Drama. Well, I know the that's true. I don't know what else you do. I, I mean, mean, the French did pretty well, didn't they? They did. They won. Was there and they a guy finished with the second. bad teeth? Deschamps. Yeah. Uh, did, not, is it Didier Deschamps? I think so. Right. He's got bad teeth. Oh, you should see his choppers. Really? They are. Oh my, they're horrific. What's wrong? It's like they got no dentists in French. Yeah, no. Or in France. France have no dentists. The French have no dentists. I love it. Nobody better than this guy. Yeah, let me find this guy. When you see, <laughs> see that. Nobody more perfect than nobody better yeah. than this guy. Yeah. You see that set of choppers that he's got. He's the best. His uh, name is Didier Deschamps. Yeah, he played for the French team. He did. He won. Oh, yeah. He oh, won. Oh, oh, no. He's got him covered up. Hold on. Let's get some images. <laughs> he's just there. got an underbite. There's a reason he's got that. Hold he's on. Got an underbite. His mouth's always closed. Maybe Yurko's right. Uh, hold on. Where the There's no pictures of his mouth open. Yeah. He may have got the work done. Yeah, they don't. I think that's more of a. Is that a jaw problem versus a teeth problem? The yeah, teeth don't I look bad. Being a little harsh. How about that one right there? Not that Michael. Oh no, 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 that one. There we go. Yeah, yeah. There he got new go. teeth. He got new teeth. He got new teeth. They do have dentists in France. Oh, Viva la France! Yes, France. those are like those are like little, those. little corn uh, corn kernels. Right there. That's what he had. But, but compare that to the <laughs> new died. set. He the upgraded. The new set is remarkable. You guys are unbelievable. Absolutely Your remarkable. Was, look at those. Look at I set. can see those from our space. Look at that set of Sinatras. Those are Sinatras. My, my heavens. He went into his, his, his That's what happens when you, when you said, win a World hey, I Cup. A, I need a set of the Sinatras. Well, yeah, when you win a World Cup, you're going, guess what? They fix the chocolate. Look at where I have a commercial for dental implants. They buy all right, what's there up? they are. No. Oh, my God. Oh, no. It looks like a scarecrow coming to tell me. What's up on the show, boys? Uh, we're going to grade the Bears after uh, the season's now over, that the season's done. Season's, season's over. over. Season-ending uh, oh, recap. Oh, don't say it. i got to be here Sunday. <laughs> I guess I'll be here. So, yeah, so we're going to do Waddle's World at 3.30. Uh, Will Bond's going to hop on at 4.30, a little bit earlier than usual. And uh, we're going to talk to a uh, dental implant specialist as well to see if those are actually... uh, Waddle and Sylvie. He calls himself Ambisol, man. I didn't call myself that. That's what they called me in college. Why? Because you you got baby teeth. Why do you have baby teeth? Ambisol, man. You just had baby teeth? I didn't know that. I'm like, Ambisol, man. It wouldn't be Ambisol Man, it would be Ambisol Child. You got baby Freshman in college, all of a sudden I get the nickname Ambisol Man. Waddle and Sylvia are next. Meller is in for Sylvie. Have a great day. Thanks for bringing it up. We'll see you tomorrow. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvia are back on Chicago's Home for Sports. ESPN Chicago. So uh, the Bears season is officially over. We got uh, disrespectful to the existing players, but go ahead. Do you disagree? No, I don't. Not really. But it is kind of, you know, like there are guys out there that are still trying to get something done. You may have a couple of incentives still out there to be achieved. Okay. But from all 
practical yeah, purposes. I, I know, I'm being an ass in certain ways. But, like, this was waddle time early in my career. These meaningless games, this was an opportunity to go out there and impress the, uh, the staff and say, hey, look, I can still play. So, but, yeah, I mean, for... The only for all in, what is the phrase? Intents, intents and purposes. And purposes. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, yeah. So this the, is the right, like, again, yeah. we had this conversation with Carmen the Good Kid. The demolition parts, okay, let's, let's put your construction hat on yes. right now. All right? What's the easiest part of, like, you just bought a lot. It's got a house on it that you want to either completely remodel or knock down and build a new one up. What's the easiest part of the project? Demo. Yes. Demo. So the demo is going to have the plan itself, I think, has been a, a very good one. And I've said this from the beginning of the season that, you know, the plan needs to be complete teardown. I, I just I, I got so tired of the patchwork, the putting Band-Aids on, you know, massive wounds. Yes. That process that the previous regime would consistently go through. Oh, you know, we're close. So we're going to do this. We're going to mortgage the future for today because we're this close. And nobody ever believed they were this close. We're going to sign Andy Dalton to a one-year $10 million deal. Yeah. I mean, like, I, we're going to trade for Nick Foles. Which, I, you know, I mean, I'm not going to lie. At the time, I understood why they did it. But that was still with the understanding or the thought. Not the understanding. The thought that there was there was some... That they were competent. That there was some competence Matt in Matt Nagy and yeah. the offense so, that they I mean, were running. Like, yeah. Um, we didn't have enough evidence yet to completely make the determination that it no, was dysfunctional. No, we did not. So, like, the teardown is the easy part. But but you still get credit for it. Like, I always say I don't give my kids extra credit for not doing drugs. You're not supposed to do drugs. But I don't think that that's, I don't think that's an apples-to-apples apples comparison. Mm-hmm. My kid's not supposed to be doing drugs, and the Bears going through a complete teardown. Like, to me, I can put them on the same level, just personally. Like, because they both seem so damn obvious. But it's not not everything is so obvious in the NFL. But the process, the plan that they put into place this year, I've been a huge advocate of. Let's stop fooling ourselves. Let's stop pretending that we're close. We're not close. And like in the process, what they did was is they completely took whatever they had of value and they either moved on from it or they traded it. I like the moves that they've made in the big picture, the macro, so to speak. The micro, we could get into that. There have been some bumps in the roads. There have been some mistakes, and there have been some things that leave you a little bit concerned. But the macro, the big picture item here, the teardown, I think, was a the right plan, and they went about it with a successful sledgehammer approach. But it's the easy part. Now the difficult part. Now you got to come up with the you know the, the plans for the new building. The bl- yes, the blueprints. Mm-hmm. And now you got to find skilled workers. You've yep. got to find the, the the rebuild or the the build. Is the really difficult part. Now, you got a lot to work with. You've got, you got an unlimited budget for the most part. You've got a lot of tools to work with. That's part of the demo where, he, where Ryan Poles has done a good job. And I think the decision today that we got from Matt Eberflus when he revealed to us that Justin Fields is not going to be the starter on Sunday. Justin Fields. All right. So Justin Fields uh, came in on Monday uh, morning um, with a sore hip. And he... You know, which many times happens to players. You know, they come in with uh, soreness that they didn't anticipate to be like that, and uh, so we we sent him to get an MRI uh, on his hip, and he uh, that he had a strain in his hip. Um, so uh, he's not going to be at full speed this week, and the medical staff has ruled him out uh, for this week. Um, this is not a long-term injury. 
Um, so just so we know that. Um, Nathan Peterman will be the starting quarterback. So yeah, there you go. Right decision. Like err on the Absolutely. side of caution. I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna call them, you know, tell them that they're they're playing fast and loose. <laughs> not with even the truth. caution. I, I would just it's say, not even caution. Though. Yeah, no, you're this right. This is the prudent decision. Yes. When it's the you, right organizational decision. Yes, and I'm glad that they have done this because too many times we have seen teams try and put on a front that winning and building a winning culture in the final game of the season, in the game that is deemed meaningless for your franchise, you're building that winning culture, which I can't tell you is not happening, but you can't give me evidence. It's just an anecdote yes. where you say, where you look back fondly on a game that you won, a final game of the season, you say, I believe that helped us turn this culture around. I, I don't know how you that. could ever connect those dots. Be- and that's the thing. Yeah. You, can't, you can't tangibly prove it to me, and I can't dismiss it because I can't say that it didn't happen. But what I can tangibly look at is if you lose another game, at worst, you're selecting second overall. And there's a possibility you get the the number one overall pick if the Texans beat the Colts and you lose. And you could change that, the arc of your franchise, potentially, mm-hmm. with the right decisions. With the difference between the fourth or fifth pick and the first or second pick. I just think you can. I, there are going to be teams that, that are going to pursue quarterbacks. The Indianapolis Colts. The Houston Texans. Like the two teams that will meet that will ultimately decide whether you pick second or first. Those two teams need quarterbacks. They do. So, like, and there are other teams that I the, think that are, are are quarterback thirsty. The in your own division right now, the Detroit Lions. They are currently selecting sixth because they will have the Rams pick, and they may decide. Despite they may like what Jared Goff has done, but because they've got they've got two first round picks, they right? do absolutely. So they've got right now they're picking sixth and seventeenth. They're a perfect opportunity for them to next season still go back with Jared Goff because his quarterback isn't doesn't hinder them or I'm sorry his contract doesn't hinder them so there's a very good possibility they go back with Jared Goff as their starting quarterback but they may think it's best in the franchise's interest to trade up into the first two picks well and think about this as well Jeff because if that so team quarterback yes if this team is on the path that they think they're on next year they consider themselves well if they win on Sunday they're, are they? Well, they win. Depends on Seattle. Seattle. Correct. Okay. Remember, that's where way, the NFL still, botched their st- schedule. Yes. They're still in the hunt, so to speak. Yes. Their plans, obviously, next year are going to be that we're going to be more than in the hunt. We're going to be a player in the postseason. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a, we're going to compete for a postseason spot. We're going to be a player in the postseason, which means guess where their first round pick the following year is going to be? It's going to be 20 or, or, or around 20 yeah, or that's worse. That's their hope, yes. This is building. their time. Like, if they decide that. Hey, the prudent thing for our organization is we like what Jared Goff has done. His contract isn't a hindrance, as you said earlier. But he's got how many years left? I mean, like you're going to have he's to got make a couple years left. Maybe again, this is the time to draft a quarterback because we're not going to have hopefully the same pick in the first round next year that we have this year. Yeah, and how are they going to move? Like they have two, as you point out, two first round picks this next upcoming draft. If the Lions like a quarterback in this draft, yes. this might be their best opportunity without completely mortgaging their future to go up for a guy like Bryce Young or yeah. C.J. Stroud if they deem that. So there's going to be lots of options and a lot of teams like Carolina, the Panthers. Yeah. Right now they're slated to pick ninth overall. So they're in, still in the top ten. The moral of this story is is there are going to be several teams that are going to be in the market for quarterbacks. Yes. And the the sooner you pick, the earlier you pick, the more leverage you have 
unless you're a team that isn't sold on your quarterback. But that could be a conversation for another day. I don't believe that's the case. I believe the Bears are looking to move forward with Justin Fields. And what they will do is, is they will take their draft position, position and leverage it to get more picks for a quarterback thirsty, from a quarterback thirsty team. You brought it up. I don't think that, I think that's something that we should go ahead and dissect a little bit today. Does Ryan, is Ryan Poles, first of all, is he sold on Justin Fields? And with the potential, now that we know that Fields will not be playing, is there a possibility, if the Bears are picking one or two in the draft, that Ryan Poles is bold enough to trade away Justin Fields? I'd like to pick your brain about that and ask listeners what they think about the possibility of the Bears trading away Justin Fields. Whoa! Let's do that next on ESPN 1000. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You got two tickets to Paradise? I do not have my... Two tickets to uh, Bears and Vikings? I do not. I do not have tickets Who has to the those season tickets? finale. Uh, my buddy Mark, I believe, has the yeah, tickets for that one. How jacked is Mark for this I game? I can't imagine he'll be going to this game. What will he do with the tickets? He'll probably see if any friend would like to attend. By the way, did we ever get attendance numbers for the game against the Bills? Like, I was... Surprised? I was surprised yeah. at the number of people that were willing to brave the weather. The conditions. On, on Christmas Eve, no doubt. Yes. I will tell you... I was on Ford. I did have four tickets to that game, and they did not sell. No. So they were not a hot commodity on Christmas Here's Eve. Just hoping next year the final home game is meaningful and is a saleable commodity for you and your <laughs> investors. That would be good. That would be a good thing. The Bears have officially notified us that Nathan Peterman will be the starting quarterback on Sunday when they host the Vikings. And Justin Fields will not be active. We also have a bit of news. The Bears have extended Equinemius St. Brown to a one-year deal for $1.25 million next season. So he and, will and be I know in the, the fold. And I know the first thing somebody's going to say is like, what are you doing? Like, I, that doesn't bother me in the slightest. If, in no. fact, your plan for next year is that St. Brown is, let's say, your fifth receiver. That is the hope, right? Yeah. I think. I, right. think, I think as a fifth receiver. Signing Equinemius St. Brown to an extension and expecting him to play less of a role in the passing game is not a problem for me. He's a good, he's a good blocking wide receiver. Yeah. Good in the I run mean, game. Yeah. Don't necessarily want to rely on him to be a featured don't want, don't in the want, passing offense. I don't want him to be your one or two or even really your three. I don't want him to be your three. No. But if he's a part of your receiving core at $1.25 million? Yes. No, absolutely. Again, I mean, that's... We're talking about not the, that money's an issue. That's you no, know, no, no. But as uh, when it's kind of part of the demolition, you saw a nice. Uh, I think Ryan Poles went walking around the Home Depot and he saw himself an Equinemius St. Brown for a nice price, and he's like, you know what, I can utilize this. How about if I use Equinemius St. Brown as a kind of an uh, a, a separated from the line tight end position? Yes. I How think. about if I instead of asking him to run like routes on the outside, and we saw that got him in trouble against Green Bay. Yeah. When you're asking him to run a 16-yard curl that you know he's going to struggle because he's a long strider and he's going to chop his route. I mean, like, this wasn't news to you. 
you worked with him in training camp. You knew how he runs certain routes. To ask him to run a route that is best run by someone like Darnell Mooney or hopefully a, 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 a more talented receiver in the future, like you're not going to ask him to do that going forward. Ask him to do things that actually fit his skill set. Maybe he becomes like this detached, was the word I was looking for, kind of tight end. I'm not also suggesting that he's going to morph into George, you know, George Kittle or someone like that. Mm-hmm. But I don't think signing St. Brown to a one-year contract extension at $1.25 million to have him be your fifth receiver, jack-of-all-trades in certain areas, and maybe help you out on special teams is a bad sign. Yeah, no. Again, they have plenty of cap room. This is in no way going to hinder them with no. the, whatever they want to do in free agency going forward. So, no, it's, a, it's fine. It's a solid player who you like on the roster. You know what he brings inside the locker room. Yeah. He's, you know, he's a, a good player. So a solid player, perfectly fine to extend him. The question, though, is what will the Bears do with Justin Fields? Now that the season's over? Yes, now that the season is officially over because they have put him on ice. Now, Matt Eberflus was asked today, did Justin Fields grow as a passer or is that too tough to evaluate? I would say that uh, it's probably both. Um, you know, to be honest, I, I think that uh, he did make improvement, though. I mean, you could see where he improved. Um, you know, the scoring offense was was really, you know, hitting all cylinders there, you know, midway or a little bit past that. So, uh, you know, I think that hit a lot of lineup changes, you know, with the receivers and the offensive line and, the, you know, the running back going out and all those things. But uh, that certainly is impa- impactful to the offense. Um, so you have to be able to look at that. So, I, and I'll answer his question for I, I think it is unfair to judge him as a passer based on a lot of things. I, that doesn't mean I don't think that he made mistakes. I think that there were times where you saw his inexperience bubble to the surface, and there are things that he definitely needs to get better at. But like, if you want me to come to a long-term conclusion about how he will play the quarterback position from the pocket or throwing the ball over a long period of time, how can I have, you know, effectively judge him? when he was behind a, a, a porous offensive line and didn't have a lot to work with on the flank. I thought it was interesting. Brad Biggs put this in his Tribune article on Sunday, Sunday night. The troubling thing is what do Coach Matt Eberflus and General Manager Ryan Poles have to feel generally excited about when building this roster? Some believe quarterback Justin Fields is the long-awaited replacement for Sid Luckman. I don't know if they feel that way at Hallis Hall. Now, Brad Biggs is plugged in, and he's been covering the Bears for a long, long time. He just doesn't toss that line in without having, I think, some inkling of that general feeling about Justin Fields being a possibility. That is a juicy conversation piece. I would like to continue to have it because right now... Not going to be able to do it in 50 seconds. No, no, no. So let's carry it over. We're also going to grade the Bears' season now that it is done. Now, 16 games into the season, they have nothing to play for. They gain nothing from a win against the Vikings on Sunday. They only lose, in my opinion, with hurting their draft position. So I want to ask the question, if this is the general feeling about Justin Fields, if you're unsure, do the Bears need to have a real look in the mirror and ask themselves, do they need to entertain the notion of trading Justin Fields? What do you think? 312-332-3776. He's former Bears wide receiver Tom Waddle. I'm Jeff Meller in for Sylvie and Waddle and Sylvie.